Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorization number TP slash 01005. Where do you want to start? Because that was... One heck of a finish to just about every game at the same time. Yeah, it was another unbelievable morning of NFL action. Five of the nine games were four points or less. There were another game which was one score game and then the 11-point, 16-point, 15-point victories. It was a great morning. It just... we, We talked about before week one about the NFL bridging the gap between the lowly ranked teams versus the teams that are generally always at the top of the standings. And we're starting to see it. We've got an unlikely leader in the AFC with the Miami Dolphins with a great upset at home against the Buffalo Bills. 3-0 and the Miami Dolphins start the season. But the results today, I mean... It's uh, sorry. I'm just having a look at the uh, the Cardinals Rams game. It's a blocked punt. The Arizona Cardinals have a punt blocked. Gives the Rams good field position to start this game. All right, let's turn our focus back to the 3 a.m. <laughs> kickoff window. The Chicago Bears. It's a sneaky two and one. They yeah. were beaten badly last week by the Green Bay Packers, but you can only beat who you are facing at that any given Monday and. The Houston Texans remain winless. The Chicago Bears, 23-20. Game-winning field goal, Cairo Santos, all because of an interception from Davis Mills in the last minute. Yes, it was. There were, Neither quarterback set the world on fire in this game, both with fourth-quarter interceptions. Both teams had a chance to win the football game, but the Bears, as time expired, 23-20. The Las Vegas Raiders... Another close game, another close loss, this time to the Tennessee Titans. We talked about the way for the Raiders to win this football game is to keep Derrick Henry in check, and it's not something they could do. Derrick Henry had over 130 yards from the line of scrimmage and a touchdown. They held on. They allowed the Raiders to score eight points in the last quarter, but the Tennessee Titans... Held on 24-22 for the Titans' first win of the season. And Mac Hollins, eight receptions, 158 yards and a touchdown for the Las Vegas Raiders. Extraordinary. He was fantastic in the last quarter. He looked like he's been there before. Mm. The way he handled some of those catches, he wasn't celebrating. He just knew what he needed to do to get his team in a good position, unfortunately, for Raiders fans. Couldn't quite get the job done, but a two-point victory for the Tennessee Titans gets them on the board which was important because their AFC South rival Indianapolis Colts also notched up a win, an upset win, a comeback win at that against Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. The Colts, they did start well. They got good field position thanks to their special teams unit, but it was the special teams of the Chiefs that let them down with a missed extra point, a missed field goal, 
and a muffed punt. Patrick Mahomes threw a fourth-quarter interception, couldn't get it done. Matt Ryan with his first win as a Colt. Jelani Woods was the star. He might have only had the 13 yards, but the two touchdowns were crucial to bookend the Colts' victory, 20-17. to 17. The Colts with their, their first win of the season. I'll take the good with the bad. Uh, Matt Ryan was... He did well when he was doing well, but he also got sacked five times as well, which is not all his fault either. But um, no interceptions thrown, but just at times, do you, do you reckon he looked uh, comfortable at all at all occasions, Matt Ryan, today? He looked much better, especially in the second half of this football game. But footy's a funny game. When you talk about Indianapolis Colts, we said at the start of the season, was almost a lock for the AFC South or our yeah. biggest lock to win a division. They've struggled through the first two weeks with a tie and a loss to two division rivals, the Jaguars and the Texans. But if the Chargers beat the Jaguars, the Colts will be on top of the AFC South. Crazy. (laughs) But it was a good win against quality opposition, so well done to the Colts. Game of the morning, or at least the most anticipated game of the morning. The Buffalo Bills travelled to Miami to take on the Dolphins. And we thought, you know, this was a big test for the Dolphins and people were calling it a danger game for the Bills. Well, it turned out just that the Buffalo Bills, while statistically they were very good, didn't really get a running game going, didn't need to, and Josh Allen put up those sort of numbers. But Miami, their defence kept them in the game and Chase Edmonds... In the end, was the difference. Two rushing touchdowns held on after a late safety. And 21-19, Miami Dolphins, 3-0. and Crazy, but well done to the Dolphins. Yeah, the Bills, 23 rushes, 115 yards rushing. And uh, Josh Allen threw 42 uh, out of 63 for, uh, for 400 yards. Mm. Two touchdowns, no interceptions. He was sacked four times. Tua Tungavailoa sacked just the once. Um, do you want to explain what happened at the end of this game? Because we had the punt, which was blocked by the uh, by the personal protector, Thomas Morstead, the punter. And then we had the Bills uh, unable to stop the clock at the end and ended up running out of time. Crazy finish. Now, it is an interesting one because they were punting from their own one-yard line, which means the punters only got 11 yards as opposed to 15 yards to work in. The personal protector didn't come up closer to the line of scrimmage to give Thomas Morstead enough space to kick the football. Now, the safety is not the worst scenario because what would be worse was a bad punt would give the Buffalo Bills good field position. They score a touchdown. They win. With a safety, they kick the ball back to the Bills, but worse field position, but then they only need a field goal. So... It's much of a muchness. In the end, the Buffalo Bills had their chances, but unfortunately, with their last play, he found Josh Allen found Isaiah McKenzie, who took too much time off the clock before he went down. He wasn't quite at the what the NFL broadcast would suggest the um, field goal range. They always put it at 55 yards, but field goal kickers have the capability of kicking field goals longer than 55 yards. But by the time he gave it back to the referee and by the time the referee put it on the spot to the Bills to clock the football, time expired. 
the Buffalo Bills mm. lose this football game. It's I, I don't think it's going to hurt them. Uh, I don't think it's going to hurt them. It, yeah, a loss early in the season. You know, yes, it's against the division rivals. This is where you've got to give the Miami Dolphins the credit because defensively they were able to keep them to 19 points and win this football game. Their run of games next to the Buffalo Bills. They've got uh, an away trip to Baltimore coming up uh, next week. Then they go back home to uh, to play Pittsburgh, then away to Kansas City, the bye, and then the Green Bay Packers. So it's an interesting next uh, four out of the five weeks with the bye wedged in between. And uh, if you haven't seen it yet uh, on social media, maybe you'll get a chance or a highlight show. Uh, the offensive coordinator, Ken Dorsey, who is uh, in his first season as the offensive coordinator, went absolutely apoplectic in the... Uh, he was in a coach's box upstairs. Normally the coaches are on the sideline, but offensive coordinator upstairs, and he was scrunching up his notebooks. He was thrashing them around on the table. He was he was um, absolutely incensed that his team couldn't get the uh, one final playoff in time to, to clock it and get the field goals. So offensive coordinator was... Mm. Yeah, and then someone came in uh, timely and covered up the camera with their hand. <laughs> <laughs> Game awareness, so important in the NFL, both from the coaches and the players, but couldn't get it done. The Buffalo Bills, but you talked about the schedule. I love this Miami Dolphins schedule coming up. They do travel to the Bengals, which will be a big game next week to take on Cincinnati, but then it's the Jets, the Vikings, the Steelers, the Lions, the Bears, the Browns before the bye, and then the Texans after. The Miami Dolphins... Come come the bye in round 11, they could very easily be 8-2 and two or 9-1 and one mm-hmm. even. So Dolphins fans, a lot to look forward to. The Vikings had to scratch and claw their way back to win against the Detroit Lions. They were down two touchdowns to zero in the first half and then they got their way back in the game. They were trailing by 10 points at one point in the middle of the second half and then scored, a, uh, scored two touchdowns at the end, including one with a couple of, well, about a minute or so to go, 45 seconds, I think it was, left on the clock to overhaul the Lions and win 28 to 24. The Lions got close, Ben, but the Vikings just with enough nous at the end to get their win. Yeah, it's never really pretty from a Vikings perspective, but this is the win that they needed to have after their loss to Green to uh, Philadelphia Eagles on Monday night football. Uh, Detroit Lions put up. A fight again, another close game, another close loss. Jamal Williams with two rushing touchdowns was the difference in the first three quarters of this game. But in the last quarter, without Amon Ra St. Brown, the Lions couldn't move the football. The Vikings defence come to the fore and Kirk Cousins, he handed the ball off to Alexander Matinus for the first touchdown of the last quarter and then KJ Osborne came into his own in that final drive to score the touchdown to take the lead. The Lions had their chance, though, but Jared Goff threw that late interception. The Vikings uh, prevailed 28-24, moved to 2-1. and one. Yeah, I, I like their chances, the Vikings. I picked them to win the NFC North. The Buccaneers are currently facing the Packers right now. Looks like the Packers have just fumbled the football too, which is not great for the Green Bay Packers. But a a good comeback here by the Vikings. But 
Detroit Lions aren't going to lose any fans after that performance. The uh, Ravens did it tough, had a couple of scares against the New England Patriots. The Patriots scored at the top of the third quarter to take the lead, 20-14, to 14, but the Ravens able to put um, two touchdowns and a field goal on the board in the second half to well, a couple of, actually, I think it was three touchdowns at the end in the second half to win the game, and the Ravens go to 2-1, and one, and they're 2-0 from uh, away victories this season. So both wins have been away games for the Ravens this season, and they win by 11 points against the New England Patriots. Yeah, this was a, I'm not going to call it a comprehensive victory, but every time I was looking at this game, they always had the Patriots in arm's length. You just knew that they were going to do enough. You knew, and maybe it's because the Patriots are young. And I mean, Devontae Parker had a great game uh, for New England. Mac Jones was injured late in the game. It was a disappointing last quarter. He threw an interception. There was a fumble and he was injured. They weren't able to get the comeback win that they were looking for. But Lamar Jackson was good again. Mark Andrews was his go-to with a couple of first-half touchdowns. Devin Duvernay, um, Oliver, the tight end, also. Lamar Jackson capped it off with a rushing touchdown himself. So it's a, it was a pretty good performance by the Baltimore Ravens. They did allow 26 points from a defensive perspective, but they got a tough game next week. And it'll probably, it'll probably be the game of the week. Week four, the Buffalo Bills travel to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. And I believe, yes, good news for us. It's in our window as well. 4 a.m. kickoff next week. Good so, news for us. Great, great news for us. That's great. Awesome. That's great. It's all about SEN, NFL on SEN and what we can bring the listeners. Pick the eyes out of the remaining three games, Ben. We had uh, the Bengals do it over the Jets, 27-12. to 12. The Jets, uh, for the second time this season, going touchdownless in a game, just four field goals. They had three field goals back in week one, so they've only had one of the three games this season where they've scored a, uh, scored a touchdown. The Eagles did it comfortably, 24-8 to eight over the Commanders. The Commanders scored a safety and then a late, very, very, very late consolation touchdown at the end of the game that otherwise could were unable to put a score on the board for most of that encounter. And the Saints and the Panthers in what was a, an arm wrestle, a bit of an ugly game, as you described it at one point earlier this morning, 22-14. to 14, The Saints with a, a consolation touchdown at the end, um, but were scoreless through three quarters, the Saints, and the Panthers win 22-14. to 14. So three games that, in the end, didn't really take our attention too much just because of how sort of one-sided most of them were. But the Bengals, I guess, uh, one of the more impressive... Uh, stories of the morning, if anything, getting their first win of the season. Yeah, it wasn't an impressive win. The Jets, Robert Salah said during the week that it was a fluky win against the Browns. They're only good enough to put up the four field goals. Joe Flacco threw a late interception when they were trying to come back. But the Cincinnati Bengals, they started with their offensive line. They protected Joe Burrow. He was efficient in the first half. It gave them the lead that they were looking for. Jamar Chase was the cherry on top with his first touchdown of the season. It was a comfortable 27-12. Bengals are back. There was a few that were panicking from a Cincinnati Bengals perspective, considering that the AFC North was looking quite strong with the Browns 2-1, the Baltimore Ravens 2-1, and and the Steelers off to a good start. They are now 1-2. But the Cincinnati Bengals, they're on the board, 1-2. As far as the other games go, the Saints and the Panthers, there's only three offensive touchdowns scored all in the last quarter. In this game, it was ugly. There were fumbles, interceptions. 
defensive touchdown, three field goals. But the Carolina Panthers, as ugly as it was, you'll take that for their first win of the season, 22-14 over the Saints. The Philadelphia Eagles, well, I think they went home at halftime. <laughs> they were 24-0 up at the half. Jalen Hurts had a career half, three touchdowns, nearly 300 yards. They shut it down in the last half. He ended with 340 yards and three touchdowns. Devonta Smith was a standout, 169 yards and a touchdown. And defensively, they did enough. They kept Washington at bay at home. Philadelphia moved to 3-0. and And they will, at 3-0... and like the Miami Dolphins, sit atop of their conference if mm-hmm. the Buccaneers lose to the Packers and if the New York Giants lose to Dallas. <laughs> so you could have, and this is what's great about the NFL this year, you could have two NFC East teams atop of the yeah. NFC <laughs> unbeaten if the Giants get over the Cowboys. And... The Miami Dolphins are leading the AFC unexpected in what is a very strong conference. Great morning of of football, close games. This gap is getting closer and closer between the good teams and these up-and-coming teams. There are games remaining this week in week three. We've got uh, live action right now, the Chargers against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, We have actually... Not good for the Chargers with an injury. Joey Bosa looks like he has... Um, you, you will call it a Paulie's groin mm-hmm. um, thereabouts. It was uh, he's limped off. I would very uh, think that he would be out of this game. Mar- Marcus Mariota has just run it in for a touchdown to take the lead in Seattle, seven yeah. three. Atlanta at Seattle. The Rams are at the Cardinals. The uh, Rams have a three nothing lead, and the Packers are at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And 7-3 the score there for the Packers in front. So those games in the first quarter. Sunday night football tonight. Joshua Dubes. Uh, no, rookie touchdown. Oh, rookie. There we go. Joshua Dubes scoring for the uh, for the Packers. It's, uh, he's probably one of the only wide receivers in that game remaining standing. Yeah. They're, they're obliterated with injuries on both sides. Sunday night football this afternoon is the 49ers at the Denver Broncos. And Monday night tomorrow, Dallas and the New York Giants should be some fun. Ben... That was some fun this morning. That was pretty good. Oh, absolutely. Look, it, 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 there's, it's not going to be a boring morning, but we love it when it exceeds expectations. Again, there were five games that were decided by four points or less. No overtime games yet, but all games remain relevant, yep. which is the important point to make here because we don't know. We, we, we don't know. We, we look at the Bengals, 0-2. People started writing them off. They showed what they're capable of. Bang, one and two, they're back in it. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.